Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. This is episode seven of the Posters in Every Direction podcast, titled Anyone Seen the Bridge? Probably with a question mark, but um, we are doing a really uh, exciting episode today, exciting for us, for Erica and myself, because this is going to be a review and deep dive into the venue poster from the June 23rd, 2023 show of the Dave Matthews Band, at the Pavilion at Star Lake, officially Burgettstown, Pennsylvania, but to locals and folks from around the Pittsburgh area, uh, we know this is the Pittsburgh show. Absolutely. And before we get into talking about the poster, uh, Mike and I wanted to just share a little background story. So uh, Mike is originally from Pittsburgh, born, raised, Grew up. That's right. Black and gold uh, runs through my veins, whether I like it or not. Um, Steelers, Penguins, Pirates growing up. Um, So yeah, everything Pittsburgh. That's my hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, My folks are still there. Was able to pop into town and and see them. And this is a venue that I kind of grew up going to. Um, It's the venue, I think, that is my leading venue Mm -hmm. uh, for seeing shows. I've seen... Uh, this was my 20th Dave Matthews at band show right. at Starlake. I call it Starlake, <laughs> just so everyone knows. This is, Burgettstown is a little area outside of Pittsburgh. It's sort of west, southwest yep. uh, of the city. Uh, and the amphitheater there, uh, I always referred to as Starlake. Yep. That's how my friends referred to it. It's gone through many iterations. There have been many corporate sponsors throughout the years. I think when I was a kid, it was the the Coca Cola Star Lake Amphitheater. Oh, wow. At one point, it was uh, there were a couple different banks. There was like mm-hmm. First Niagara. There was uh, Key Bank. Before that, there was it was the Post Gazette Pavilion. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's. Yes. I mean, for me, OG. Right. Right. So, when was your first show? So, so I've seen twenty two Dave Matthews Band shows in and around the city Pittsburgh. of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was at Three River Stadium, which is no more. That was during their 2000 mm-hmm. stadium series. Yep. One was early. It was actually my first show uh, at, at a little amphitheater uh, in an area called Station Square. That was 95, I think. And then my first Dave Matthews Band show at Star Lake was 1996. It mm-hmm. was the Crash Tour. So awesome. the band had released Crash the album in the spring mm-hmm. and then they went and did their, their big l- like right now we're on if y'all are listening chances are you are following yep. the dave matthews band tour currently for the walk around the moon album their new their 10th studio release yep. that was their s- second major studio release crash okay and so i was in high school at that time i went with friends mm-hmm. um i'm now you know much older and this is now almost almost 30 years later which yeah. is crazy it's like 27 years later yep. go back to the venue i haven't been in uh a number of years mm-hmm. uh, i think about 15 years is the last that was time the last we were there. show that we were there was in 2008 um yep. and one of my 
you know, best friends from growing up and forever. Adam, shout out to, to Adam, if you're listening, um, was, was also, uh, at the show came by. Uh, so we, we had lawn tickets. We saw, it was like kind of, uh, nostalgic going back to (laughs) a little bit feeling like high school and then a little bit of like, wow, look, look how much life has happened since then. How far we've come. And that's just what I really love about that concert going experience with friends, yeah. uh, whether it's a common interest or not. It just music seems to bring people together and it gives you a place to just be present and share an experience um, that that makes memories. Well, so. it makes me think of so many of our favorite Dave lyrics. I mean, the one I, I automatically go to whenever we're with our bestest family friends, our DMB fam is, you know, turns out not where, but who you're with that matters. Sometimes it's where you're where you're at, because sometimes it's a really cool venue, like, yeah. you know, you're in Cancun, Mexico, right. with, you know, your besties. But uh, my first show at Burgettstown was in 2002. Okay, um, that makes sense. We had gotten engaged, yes, and we... we were getting married, and I moved to Pittsburgh in 2002 after I graduated from college. You drove a U-Haul truck I drove all a by giant U-Haul truck all by myself on the, on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. That's right. From Maryland. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but, you know, this was the early 2000s, so, you know. There was a Dave show we had to get to. That's what you were thinking. There was a Dave show I had to get to. Um, so for, also for, you know, Mike and I, I, I actually, if, if I look back, I have to count uh, my number of Burgettstown shows, but if I started going in 2002, and this is 2023, but we didn't go over, like, I've been going to Burgettstown for 20 years. Yeah. That. There's no I, way that's possible. I love that you call it Burgettstown. <laughs> and we had friends. Let me also say this experience was extra magical because yeah. we had other friends, uh, Sean and Alex, yep. shout out to them, who, who were in town, who we've known for over, over 20, 20 years. years. We've been dear friends. Our, our kids have kind of grown up seeing each other. Yep. They were in town for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our really good friends who are a little newer, Chris and Allison, came mm-hmm. down from Massachusetts. Uh, we saw another friend, Lucas, shout out to Lucas. And, um, it was just really awesome to see friends of ours from near and far, and then be able to go to this show at a hometown sort of, you know, for me, you know, hometown where I grew up, it really hasn't changed a whole lot. It felt identical to it. The same, you know, like I said, we weren't there for 15 years, you know, partially we had a couple kids. Yeah. We moved out of the state and just hadn't been able to get back um, for a really long time. And, you know, you, you get there and the parking lot looks the same and the seats are the same. The vibe is the same, except, you know, you've got depth of experience and years under your belt. Um, this was the first time, I don't think I, we had ever really tailgated at right. the so, venue, like, yes. on the, like a real tailgate. Yeah. So, um, which is, which I think fun. what we used to do, we're trying to, you know, it's, you yeah. try to think back, but, um, I think we worked pretty, we yeah. still work hard, but we yeah. worked hard then and we were kind of out of work at, you know, five thirty yeah. or, or six o'clock grab and then a sandwich, we, right. We'd grab a sandwich and we'd hop in the car and we would go and then if you've been to uh, star Lake, if you've mm-hmm. been to shows in Pittsburgh or yeah. Burgettstown as it's officially labeled, um, you know that the traffic scene is is a is a thing. Yeah. There there is like one ingress, one egress for the parking lots. There it's a major choke point. It backs up for miles and it miles can, and yeah. miles. And so usually, I mean, 
this time we went so early that I have really had to watch directions on how to get there because <laughs> I was so used to just kind of following mindlessly the following the traffic, like, you know, little, little ants marching kind of thing. <laughs> um, but that was what you did and you would just kind of ride the brakes and know that you're going to be in for yep. two hours plus or minus in the, in the line to get in. Yeah. This time we got out there early. Mm -hmm. um, we had an early access parking pass through our friend Allison mm -hmm. um, and we all went out and yeah. had snacks and opened up the tailgate and set up camping chairs. And this was also the first show in, in Pittsburgh that we were able to take our kids to, yeah. which made it special as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. To see them on the lawn that I kind of mm -hmm. grew up on was um, was really special. Yeah. And I, I mean, we've been to many amphitheaters and we've experienced lawn, we've experienced seats, we've experienced pit, which is a whole different universe. But mm -hmm. to go with your kids it is definitely a different experience, a different vibe, a different flow, right? As a parent, you're got to make sure that the kids are this and they get hungry and they want snacks and they want merch. And so... You just have to, I just, I know I have to set different expectations for the experience of the show. However, yeah. I will say one of the most beautiful things that, that I love most about taking kids to Dave shows is watching them experience it real time through their eyes, how they hear it, what they notice. You know, we talk about what, what song do you want to hear? Our kids give us different varying choices based on the things that they love the most and you know, when, when a song comes on and they hear it and they're like, that's the song I wanted to hear. There's nothing, I, I don't know if there's nothing more special yeah, it's, to me. Uh, yeah, it, it's heartwarming. Yeah. And I'm totally with you that it's a little bit different mindset when you go with the kids and you're doing the lawn. Mm -hmm. I kind of just plug in and get ready for what I think of as like the carnival atmosphere, right? <laughs> like, yes, the music is there, but it, it, the focus is on corn dogs and ice cream and, and running back and forth. Cause right. you know, our kids, um, well, especially one of them are younger and, but that's part of the experience and it that's is. the nostalgia. That's what they'll remember. And right. to share that with them. And they were troopers. They were on the lawn we with had, us. We, we had a little, a little rain here and there and we really lucked out. I mean, yeah. it could have been, you know, we were thinking a, it was going to be a rain show with some JTR and we did get full in the rain. So let me just tell y'all, if you if you watch, you know, set lists and things, you'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, it, they were in the middle of a song. Um, I think it was What Would You Say? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the rain started. Yeah. And I saw Dave switch guitars to a 12-string acoustic. And I said, here we go. JTR is coming. And then he played Gray Street. Which, which is which also is ridiculous. Welcome. I love yes. it. It's my favorite song. Mm -hmm. I really thought that was our JTR moment. It didn't happen, but that's okay. <laughs> We we dodged heavy rain. We got yeah. a little bit of, a little bit of sprinkle, yeah. um, and the band, the energy, and Dave even said he he's like, I don't know what it is about the city, but I really love this city. I love Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. and I really think he's genuine when he says things like that. I don't think he's just blowing smoke. Yeah. He had a specific reference. He said maybe it's because everybody here is so nice, but they might also kind of like kick your ass. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny because um, if you if you know folks in Pittsburgh, you kind of get what he's talking about. I think like any um, you know, East Coast town or whatnot, there's a little bit of, and I think we'll talk about this when we talk about the visual, visual and the poster. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a major metropolitan area. It takes a little bit of, uh, thicker skin to, to live in that type yeah. of climate. And our daughter called it the big city. That's right. She did. <laughs> She's um, like, I want to go to the big city. 
And it is. It's a city of bridges. And mm-hmm. um, the piece that we'll talk about has has that imagery. And that really goes to the name of the episode, Anyone Seen the Bridge? Right. If you're an astute Dave Matthews fan, you know that that's the name of a transition tune between two songs when mm-hmm. they play. Yep. Uh, it's Stefan Lassard on bass really runs with. Um, and it's just funny how these titles <laughs> are kind of coming together. We had this poster. <laughs> we're in the city of bridges, Pittsburgh. Yep. Pittsburgh, if you don't know, I mean, and I haven't fact-checked this, but I think it's still true. Um, I'd always heard the statistic that it has more bridges than, than any other city than in the people, world. Right, and then people um, per capita, too. Well, I, I think it's what the old, the old adage used to be, but I but, used to... But yeah. other than Venice, Italy, I think is so. the statistic. I think, I think so. Yep. And I don't again. I don't know that that's for certain, but it might be. And that was the statistic like twenty years ago, right. and I I remember that when I moved there. My first job, I worked for this kind of public private entity that managed a lot of the massive venues in town. So at the time, it was Heinz Field, PNC Park, the David L. Lawrence Convention Center, and uh, I recall them talking about the the number of bridges in the city and it's really it's really beautiful so this is actually a great transition for us to talk about the piece um not only because of bridges and we'll dive into this but also just because you know when you talk about venue pieces and we look at posters oftentimes there is a tie to the location but sometimes there's not sometimes it's just a beautiful visual image of things and sometimes you have to read a little bit into those um images and try to look for where the imagery ties to the venue in this one in particular um you don't have to look far in fact before we actually saw an image of the poster uh the day of the show i had i had gotten a text from a friend who was already at the merchandise booth and we were on our way to go line up. There was an out. There was an outdoor merchandise booth mm-hmm. at this venue, which was very cool. And he said, "Hey, uh, yeah, it's a really cool print, and you know, it's got a uh, like typical Pittsburgh, you know, imagery, bridges, etc." And so I was like, "Okay, what is this going to look like in my mind's eye?" Yep. And I could not have imagined this. Um, it's phenomenal. Let me just tell you guys, I am absolutely blown away with this image. Um, not just because of a poster on the wall, because this, I know this view. I grew, yeah. I grew up in this city. I've seen this view. There is a point when mm-hmm. you come into the city, and we'll, we'll get deeper into this in the poster, but if you've been to Pittsburgh and you've come in from the airport area, south or, or west of the mm-hmm. city, and you've crossed through the Fort Pitt tunnels, yeah. right, onto the Fort Pitt Bridge. Mm-hmm. Again, these are one of those statistics. It might have been made up on the spot. Somebody told it to me once or twice. I've heard it. I've never fact-checked it. But someone said this is the only point in any city that this happens where you are coming into the city and you cannot see the city. Mm -hmm. It is completely veiled because there is a mountain (laughs) in front of you. And so as you come in and approach from the airport or traveling from west or south um, through 376, which is the parkway in Pittsburgh. There is this blocked off view. You cannot see the city. You go through the Fort Pitt Tunnel and you come out onto the bridge, the Fort Pitt Bridge. Mm-hmm. And as you come onto the Fort Pitt Bridge, the city just sort of reveals itself to yeah, you. It is really cool. Amazing yep. view that if you haven't been, you should check it out. 
particularly at night. Let me just say, when you come through those tunnels yeah. at night yeah. and you see the city of Pittsburgh lit, up, lit up, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, this is a slightly uh, little different. It's almost a yeah. view from somebody not in a car, which right. is what I kind of did most mm-hmm. of the time. This is sort of like a view of somebody walking, walking across that bridge. Yeah. There's, there's even some imagery of a person walking. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But for me, unmistakable that this is the Fort Pitt Bridge, and it's sort of like... Absolutely. Right next to the exit from the <laughs> Fort Pitt Tunnel. So it's kind of amazing. Well, we talk... I've talked about this on, you know, past episodes, mostly how we view imagery through our experiences. Mm-hmm. So iconic imagery... Yeah. ...based on what we've lived experiences. For me, this is... I mean, this is just verbatim of the Fort Pitt Bridge... It's almost like a photograph. And Eric is going to give us the detail on the artist in the background. And there's some mural or graffiti type work that that, um, they've done. But before we get into that, let me just say, like, this is the first Pittsburgh poster that I can think of that is really, I mean, it is um, on point. Like, it is a snapshot, almost like you can, it's it's clearly a drawing, uh, an illustration, Mm -hmm. but... It is uh, very specific to the city. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that sometimes, historically in some of the prints, and I'm going to rattle them off without specific date references because I didn't do my research like like I should have. But if you know these posters historically, um, there's one from Town circa, I want to say 2016-ish, that is called The Gold Poor. Mm-hmm. And what this is, Pittsburgh's a steel city, right? Yeah. Founded on... U.S. Steel Corporation making steel. This is like steel workers pouring liquid, liquid metal into the shape of the fire dancer. Yeah. Now that is poetic license and it is beautiful. It is a highly sought after, high priced piece. Yep. But it is not a direct lift from from uh, an image in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It is a poetic license yep. imagery built around things you know about yeah. Pittsburgh. Steel City. Right. Steel workers. Likewise, there's hell one. With the, what did they call it? Pittsburgh once was referred to as Ro- Hell with the Lid Off. Or yeah, something Robert, like that. Robert Frost, the poet, yeah, called it right. Hell with the Lid Off. Yep. Um, there's one out there of a trolley. There was a Pittsburgh mm-hmm. show that had the yep. trolley, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah. Um, there's one with like a big anvil being lifted up by balloons. Again, an anvil being something steel. They would steel hammer. hammer. So you have these different images. There's there's one of a house that looks like a p- typical Pittsburgh house. Your but ten of spades. There is a ten of spades. Um, mm-hmm. Still, you know, someday maybe. But Wait, that has, has a couple of anvils yep, in it. It does. That was from Star Lake, yep. Burgettstown. But all of these things are beautiful works. By the way, I yep. love. I don't have any of them. So another element that makes this really special. Mm-hmm. This is. This is, believe it or not, our first poster from Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh, which I know. I, to me is mind-boggling that I'm like, how have I never? But it's just the way it, yeah. the hobby works, right. right? Yep. And I mean, we, I think we've talked a little bit about this on the first episode. Like, how did we get here? Um, you know, we we sort of just started to fall into collecting posters maybe about ten years ago. Yeah. So collectively, for the two of us going to shows for the last twenty plus years, you know, we've not saying lost 10 years of it, but it just wasn't something we were aware of. Um, So I know we like to do a deep dive and we'll talk about the actual imagery. I want to talk a little bit about the artist and the studio. Yeah. And let me preface that really quick with, we are reviewing a limited version uh, of this poster today. This is, we're fortunate 
the outside merchandise booth. We picked up the regular mm-hmm. uh, show edition, which had a run of 815 or, or 885 like yeah. or something. Yeah. And then we got inside. Um, we had to get in quickly and early to try to get a good spot on the lawn. Yep. And so as Erica and our group went that way to get the spot on the lawn, mm-hmm. um, a, a friend of mine and I went and jumped in the merchandise booth yep. line closest to where we were just to see. And sure enough, we got lucky. They had yeah. foils and we were able to get... Um, each of us get a foil variant of the poster. These were limited out of uh, an edition of 100. So yeah. we are reviewing number 56 out of 100, mm-hmm. the foil edition of the Dave Matthews Band poster from the July, I'm sorry, the June 23rd, 2023 show at the Pavilion at Star Lake, Burgettstown, Pennsylvania. Erica, tell us all about the artist, the studio, everything you know. So before the shows happen, and usually it's around like two o'clock in the afternoon, imagery starts popping up online. And what's great about it is, you know, for us, you know, if you're at the merch booth and you see it, it some things are immediately recognizable and you're like, I know who that artist is. Um, so this is actually, we've, we've been following our friends over at F4D Studios. Mm-hmm. They've done, uh, when I say some just banger yeah. Dave posters this year, and, and this is, this is overall the vibe I think of our poster community when when it's come out that it's an F4D Studios uh, artist, I, it, people are just we're just like this is this is just ridiculous. They're Pe- gorgeous. People are very excited. Very excited. There's a lot of buzz. Yep. And yep. they've done them before. We actually interestingly own mm-hmm. one, one from last year. Yep. Nampa. Mm-hmm. And that is also by the same artist. Uh, and we'll talk about. So F4D Studios is an artist collaborative collective where they, um, you know, focus primarily, I think, on gig posters. Um, so there's a multitude of, of artists within F4D. This is the specific artist is Maxer242. Um, that, is, that is their name. Um, the, the artist's name is Max uh, Gramajo. And Max uh, is not only just a gig poster artist, but he also does graphic design and illustration, typography, graffiti art, large murals, large which murals. is really cool, and has a variety of different um, brands actually under under their flag. Um, so he goes by Max M A X X two four two, and you can find them on Instagram under that handle. Uh, but also Max has his uh, own website. And it's same thing, Max with two X's, 242.com. And what's really cool is Max has got a multitude of different types of merch and items, not only just the posters, but also varying independent brands of of their own design. Um, And so you've got the Studio 242, which does um, different graphic design work. Um, he's got kind of some really cool, like it's called the creative Alliance and this really funky alien dude and some witching hour. Um, the other things that Max has is this brand of theirs called, um, Muertitos. And it's really cool because they said that this is kind of a, uh, Southern California, Hispanic culture, Dia de los Muertos vibe. Um, you can get really cool, like different things like towels and blankets and little bags and pillows. And it's just really, really neat. Um, the design work and the imagery. Um, and so, you know, Max, Max or two, four, two F4D studios, 
this this has what I would say, you know, a, a variety of graphic imagery. So we've yes. got the typography of the Dave Matthews band at the top. I like saw this and I was like, this is like, you know, Southern California. Um, uh, what did I say? The band, um, uh, you know, they don't practice Santeria. Yeah. Like, the, uh, like this uh, um, sublime, sublime style. Yes. You know, I can see it like the tattoo on the back of the imagery of Sublime, right? A, a little like Almond Brothers-y too, in a yeah. way. Like I feel like I've seen like Almond Brothers-y mm-hmm. in that type. But yes, it's when you said Southern California, I was like, ah, some of those mm-hmm. sort of sharp points yep. in the calligraphy of yep. the letters and the the curls mm-hmm. underneath yeah. that are sort of like uh, f- flowy and supportive and almost angel yep. wing-like that kind of uplift and underscore the Dave Matthews band name. So Mm -hmm. this is something that Erica and I were talking about on the drive up to Pittsburgh was just the fun element um, of, of posters of gig posters and just how each artist Mm -hmm. and then on each poster that they do, they change the font or the face, the typography. There is art within art here. Mm -hmm. There is a, a specific design of how, you know, I imagine yeah. the artist sits down and says, how am I going to write out mm-hmm. the Dave Matthews band name? What font are we going to use yeah. there? And then what font are we going to use to title the location? Yeah. The the location here at the bottom of the poster is just very simple. Almost Little looks like type. Uh, all yeah. capital, maybe Times New Roman or something. Very, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> there. But some type of just regular font. And I like that because it just gives you the detailed data, mm-hmm. right, that you need. But it really just says, this is just, these are just the facts of where it was and when it was. Yep. What you really want to call attention to is up top, this incredible lettering that was done for the, the Dave Matthews mm-hmm. band yep. uh, to say, this is a poster commemorating their show. Now, as Mike had said, we are reviewing the foil variant. And as I'm looking at it, again, you know, I'm looking at it. The typography, it gradiates from Mm -hmm. almost like a steely metal color. And then as you go down towards the bottom of these swirly details, it's this very gold. And so what to me, I think of steel as they're pouring molten lava and it starts to harden and it turns to what we consider a steel gray color or almost black. I look at it as like, it's like the molten steel is now hardening yeah i see just that. again on the typography and and i i'd have to look at whether or not the standard version has that similar gradation of color um but this also color wise you know we talk mike said i'm from steel city i be, i bleed black and yellow yes. right the overall color scheme of this particular poster is is black and yellow yep. and the border around it when when we pulled it out you know i i didn't get a first glance at it mike was able to go to the the merch booth and grab it when i looked at this for the first time after we unrolled it and kind of flattened it it's very high gloss yes the border on the on the foil it's a high gloss black border all the way around and then you've got these I had somebody on um, our, our posters instagram page talk about how they love these pops of like almost like orange this like glowy fiery version in that bottom right corner mm-hmm. where you have the woman walking starting to walk over this bridge 
Yeah, and it's really neat. There, there's a lot happening here. I'm going to stick with the color. I do want to come back to the woman. I don't want to lose that. Yeah. Because there's a lot there of the winter coat and mm-hmm. you know many winters I spent in Pittsburgh. But um, the color, yes, I see black and gold first right Mm -hmm. that's the first thing i see is black and gold or Mm -hmm. you know like the wiz khalifa song black and yellow shout out to wiz shout out to rose from records (laughs) benji um you know i see that and i get that and if you're from pittsburgh you get the black and gold the points that you make about the the molten metal melding into steel to me that's genius i didn't even see that but now i totally see that Mm -hmm. um i also see these flicks of what look like they could be little fire elements that kind of when you've if you've seen the imagery of steel workers hitting right. steel and you see sparks uh-huh. oh, i yeah. see these sparks now i want to talk about those specifically because to me there are other dave matthews posters out there around fireflies there's a woman with like a firefly mm-hmm. in the jar lanterns yeah these sparks i think could be interpreted in a, a number of different ways related to the city related to dave matthews they could be Related to the Dave Matthews band, the whole band. I'm sorry if I do that often shorthand, but they could be those sparks that come off of steel as the hammer hits it. Mm-hmm. They could also, since we are on this bridge, which is a heavily traveled yeah. commuter bridge in and out of the city, a lot of traffic, they could be these little glares you get off of headlights yeah. as the cars are whizzing by. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I thought of, they could be fireflies if this was a summer. Uh, season that the poster's depicting. I mean, we are at a summer concert and we used to call them growing up lightning bugs. That's in Pittsburgh. <laughs> you would go out and you would catch lightning bugs and you'd yeah. put them in a jar and yeah. it was like a thing. Then you had to poke holes in the jar to make sure in the top that they survived. But you were very <laughs> excited to catch lightning bugs. It could yeah. be those. It could also be, and I saw this and I wanted to share this moment that was really just one of those dad moments that kind of tugs at your heartstrings. Years ago, and and I'm somewhat borrowing this from Dave Matthews, he talked about in an interview that everything's gotten more digital. Years ago, Mm -hmm. people used to hold up lighters after the set closed to to bring them out. Right. Hello, flame, she dances. Right. To to wait, you know, come on out, band. Come back and do the encore. Right. Now the worst game of hide and seek ever. We know they're coming back. (laughs) But people still hold up lights. It's just now it's no longer lighters. It's your cell phone light. Mm -hmm. And my daughter who is nine, saw this happening, and she said, Dad, can I have your phone? And at first I thought she wanted to, like, you know, play a game or something. I was like, just wait for the... No, she's like, no, I want the light. Mm-hmm. And so my daughter took my phone and held up the light, and yeah. it was just a really neat experience. And so I see those little fire flicks or lights, yep. and I think those also could be interpreted as yeah. that's sort of what the audience looks like to mm-hmm. the band as they're going off stage and trying to come back off yeah. for the encore, these little yeah. flicks of light. So... A lot of it in there, I know, but these are just random thoughts that I have in looking yep. at the poster and wanted to share that with you all. Um, the coloring to me, again, that black and yellow, or black and gold for yep. Pittsburgh. Yeah. But also there is in the center of this above the bridge, this giant moon. Giant moon. And if you're looking at the regular version, I think the moon is painted white. Yep. In the foil, it is it's rainbow. rainbow reflective foil. So it has this reflective yep. property. Just walk but around the moon. It's the walk around the moon tour. Yep. We've got clouds. We've got a full moon with sort of a yellow, orangey color, which also could speak to Halloween. And, you know, this poster, if you look at certain parts of the yeah, yellow in the lower corner. right-hand corner and coming off that moon, there the yellow goes a little orange, orange. And there's a Dave Matthews Band song that is called Halloween. There could be some uh, inspiration drawn from that yeah. here, too. 
And Halloween in Pittsburgh would be a pretty cold time of year. Mm-hmm. I dressed up in costume as a kid, trick-or-treated with a winter coat on. Yeah. And we see an imagery of a woman on this bridge mm-hmm. walking on the bridge in a heavy winter coat. Yeah. Like you would typically see in Pittsburgh or Philly or New yeah. York in those cold seasons. So we talked very, very extensively about Pittsburgh and City of Bridges. Yes. This, the main primary viewpoint, and, and if you look at it, if you take a, a Google, you know, just just do a little search on it and Google Fort Pitt Bridge Pittsburgh. Yeah. And mm. you will see this arched, it's a bowstring arch bridge. Okay, so this goes over the, the so Pittsburgh City of Bridges, Three Rivers, you know, you got the Allegheny, the Monongahela, which form the Ohio River. Okay, Correct. so this is like a, this is big as far as, you know, the, the city's origins and things of that nature. But this is actually the world's first computer-designed bowstring arch bridge. And if you, I mean, I have it on my phone right now. This is, this is identical. Yeah, the artist the did artist a phenomenal did an job. Unbelievable job. Ma- of, Maxer yep. and um, F40 Studios, phenomenal job of really capturing the detail yeah. in what the the bowstring arch yep, of, of the this, Fort Pitt Bridge yeah. looks like. It is iconic. Yes. If you've seen Pittsburgh, yep. it's painted bright yellow. It is a bright yellow um, bridge. That's and, right. In this poster, we're, we're seeing it in black and white. Well, it's, it's almost like... It's nighttime. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. The color is drained out of it. It has more of a steel color. Yeah. But the details throughout it to make it really appear, you can see the the rivets of yeah. the steel beams that are there that support the bridge. You can see some of the, mm-hmm. some of the cracks that look like repaired cracks <laughs> yeah. in the cement, uh-huh. which again, this is a weathered, heavily yep. traveled bridge. You know, upkeep of infrastructure is mm-hmm. a hot topic right now. And um, this bridge is still trucking, running strong. Yeah. And But I think some of those cracks and repaired cracks show that it's been there a yeah. while and it's it's served people for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it was built in uh, 1959. Yeah. Um, it opened, really, in 1959. Probably took many years to build. But it's really, really, I it, again... As Mike had explained earlier, you go through the Fort Pitt tunnels, this bridge, as you as you exit the tunnel and you get this viewpoint of the city, and it is incredibly iconic. And what's interesting is when we were driving into the city, we were going to go visit our in-laws, have dinner at our probably favorite pizza shop, one of our favorite pizza shops in Pittsburgh. Uh, our, our Google Maps didn't take us. We thought we were coming going to come through the Fort Pitt tunnels and my father-in-law had talked about this with my daughter like hey you know just be prepared you're going to see this well Google for some reason took us this really weird route we had made a stop over yes west of the city and and then from there there, it led us sort of around roundabout and what's really interesting now is we get there we get this poster and I'm like this is like where we drove yes yeah and so and I didn't really look at this for other than, you know, okay, I've driven over the Fort Pitt Tunnels hundreds of times in, in our years living there and visiting there. This was actually one of the first times that I noticed. And again, we're we're there now. When we would go and visit, it'd be like November and it'd be cold, as mm-hmm. Mike would talk about. And I didn't really see people walking the bridge. Right. But we're there in June. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time I actually saw them. Like, there are people walking over this bridge? That's right. I mean, this is... And I think they do it in the winter, too. It's just probably yeah. fewer and far between. Yeah. But it is this viewpoint of the bridge that is somewhat unique. Yeah. If you've 
driven around mm-hmm. the city, yep. uh, or if you know it, yeah. there's a on ramp to the to the Fort Pitt Bridge mm-hmm. from the south side or yes. the you know south of the river. Yep. Um, but you're on the uh, I guess what is that east or northeast side of the mountain, <laughs> so you don't have to go through the tunnel. Yes. You're coming up along the river bank. Right. You've kind of gone around the the around the mountain. The mountain. <laughs> yeah. Or if you just happen to be on the south side and yeah. you needed to get on the Fort Pitt Bridge, there's yeah. an entry point there. Yeah. And this view in the in the in foreground the yep. really looks like you're merging into traffic there. Yeah. But instead of being in a car, there's yeah. a person walking. walking. So you're kind of in the you're kind of in the walking lane of the bridge. Mm-hmm. Then. From the foreground in the bottom of the piece, yeah. we kind of go up to the, the the right side. You see the curvature of the road mm-hmm. underneath the, uh, you know, there's, this bridge has kind of multiple levels yeah. here. And you're kind of now underneath the the ceiling of the bridge or whatnot. And it then takes you into the foreground of yeah. the piece and, and the, the bow string part of the bridge yeah. or the arch of the bridge stretches out far into the foreground. Mm-hmm. And then down below that bridge, the artist chose to not get into detail Mm -hmm. with buildings and rivers. Instead, creates this really beautiful, foggy, cloudy, mystic-y kind Mm -hmm. of view. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it looks like this bridge is just super high above the ground. And clouds beneath with those beautiful yellow or gold sparks. And then we see a little Easter egg sitting on one of the pillars of yeah. the bridge. Yeah, so actually one of our, our friends on Instagram had uh, shared this. Uh, shout out to Bob. And uh, this, this I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I didn't catch this. There's this shaded, shadowy figure of a person playing a acoustic guitar just sitting on one of these massive pillars, like just hanging with his legs hanging free almost, right? That's right. You know, this very... But, you know, now I'm like, is it Dave? Is that Dave over there? Is it... Well, and I'm going to... Yeah, so number one, I think there's imagery here of Dave Matthews. And I'm going to point to something in our room because Erica and I are sitting in our room. Yeah. And there's another poster we have from our other home venue. Yeah. Uh, This is Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, This was the first show back after pandemic. It was July 23rd, 2021. Coastal Credit music park at walnut creek we call it walnut it's creek, walnut creek Amphitheater. <laughs> uh that poster also has an image of a bridge that's done by an artist named james flames mm-hmm. and on that poster yep. um there is a, a couple folks with guitars yeah and so i think there is this uh understanding through the artists that mm-hmm. number one uh, there are some of us out there who are fans that like to play guitar but then, you know, Dave himself is the front man. He's the yeah. guitar guy. When I look at this poster by Maxer and 4HD Studios, I'm sorry, F4D Studios, I keep doing that. Um, I see I see a, the shadowy figure is sort of representative of Dave. And it's sort of like, you know, a couple sides of Dave here. The the other person in this picture is this, this woman walking with this heavy winter coat. Yeah. And you almost feel like you're walking behind her. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I know about Dave Matthews when he goes around to cities is he likes to go on walkabouts. Mm-hmm. A part of it is his fitness routine yeah, to try to stay in shape. Yeah. Um, and I could imagine that Dave Matthews has probably walked across this bridge. Um, we might be, you know, here kind of looking through the eyes of, of Dave as he's walking. Um, and then as he's sort of thinking about himself, I better mm-hmm. get back to the hotel or whatnot and get <laughs> ready. Cause pretty soon I have to be that guy picking up the guitar and playing. So we've, 
luckily we live in a world where there's YouTube videos now mm-hmm. of old, you know, in, uh, interviews with Dave. Yeah. And one of the things that stuck with me recently is how we've heard Dave talk about how he's been, but he, when he, when he started, he was busking on the street. Yeah. And this, this caricature looks very young. They're barefoot. Yep. They're sitting kind of like a very young face, short hair. We think of Dave from, you know, baby Dave back in the early nineties with the buzz cut and the short hair and the t-shirt and, and, you know, just playing this acoustic guitar. And it's, you know, again, through the eyes of our experiences and what we've seen, to me, this is a young Dave. And I love the idea that we're Dave walking on our walkabout through the, through the city of Pittsburgh behind this woman. You know, we see a lot of this like end of the world imagery, gray street, dream girl, um, and I love the design of her. She's very, it's like a pencil sketch. Mm-hmm. It's this very graphic, linear design where she's got, you know, uh, horizontal, almost like sketch marks. And then where her shoes are hitting the ground, the feet is walking. It's this sort of very um, graphic, uh, linear lines, like I said, pencil lines of a sketch. Yeah, you, it's the sketches, particularly in your feet, really mm-hmm. seem to indicate movement, yeah. right? That she is yeah. walking. walking. I see a little bit of like that. I think of the AHA music video from VH1. Oh, yeah. I remember when the uh-huh. sketch in the comic oh, for kind sure. of thing. Yep. And I see a little bit of that in the face of the guitar player, yep. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but just really amazed by this piece overall. Yeah. Um, I could go on and on about it. The detailed work around the handrails on the bridge and... Again, those those rivets and mm-hmm. the steel beams, yep. the cracks, yep. the electrical work. Uh, you follow sort of like the mm-hmm. electrical cabling around. Um, just spectacular. And to pick an iconic bridge like that in the city. But to do it from a viewpoint yeah. that is different from other things that you typically see. Mm-hmm. I just really have to say well done and kudos to the artist, yeah. uh, Maxer and F40 Studios. Because... I think y'all, I mean, you, you, if you don't know already, you have a banger here. Uh, people are uber excited. I can tell you, one of our good friends uh, that collects only shows that he goes to sent me a message and said, I may have to break my rule for this one. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think we're going we're gonna to get him our, our regular version as we kind of retain and keep and hang in our home, our foil version. Yeah. But there's, there's that kind of buzz about this piece. I do want to also mention if you are following the podcast, first of all, thank you for listening. You know, give us a like, give us a subscribe, share with your friends. Um, but if you didn't get this piece and it's something you're interested in, I would encourage you to check out uh, F4D Studios website. Yep. Find them on Facebook. Find their group on Facebook. They did make a mention that there's going to be an artist edition dropping at some point. Yeah. I'd imagine it's probably Later in the coming week. days yeah. or next week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there'll be opportunity to get it. Mm-hmm. Um at the artist edition level and it's worth yeah in my opinion if you have any connection to pittsburgh or the dave matthews band or you just yep. like art this is one of those it's you can't mm-hmm. go wrong with it pieces yeah um and it's just absolutely i'm just over the moon no pun intended <laughs> some pun intended with it and i just want to also personally say thank you to uh f4d studios and maxer for your work on this because Again, as a as a true fan, as somebody that grew up in that city, yeah. and this being my first poster from the venue that has been my venue for uh, almost thirty years, um, I I couldn't really ask for a better it's first special. piece. It's really special, and 
you know, for, for us to be able to, we've talked about why the why, right? Mm-hmm. The why we collect and, and what things mean to us. This one particularly is, is pretty special. Again, you know, my, Mike and I, we got engaged. I moved out to Pittsburgh, lived in Pittsburgh. It's where our firstborn child was, was born. Um, you know, we have family there. We have friends still there. There's a lot of ties and history in that city for us. And to be able to have an iconic poster, again, I, I love collecting them when we're at the venue, you know, mm-hmm. like our friend who's like, I only collect them from the location. I, I like that because it's souvenir like for me. And then it gives me that I walk by it and I'm like, ha, I remember that, that we went to that and we saw our friends and our kids were there and the experience was this and they freaking open with number 41, which is my (laughs) song. And I was like, only in Pittsburgh do they open a show with number 41. Right. They knew you were coming. That was what it was. They knew it. They knew it. I, we had been to the two shows in Wilmington. I got no 41 at either of those shows. I was like, this is my moment. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, I, I, for me, I'm with you. I love the collecting at the show um, that we go to. I don't feel as compelled to have to have it because this is a show I was at. Mm-hmm. For me, it's sort of a, is there right. a converging of... Um, it's a show that I'm at and I happen mm-hmm. to love the piece. And this one has that plus that extra, well, it's, it's from where I grew up and I yeah. feel like tied to it. Um, the experience piece of it, you know, yeah. this one was also special again, because we had so many friends that we were able to reconnect with yeah. and share the show with. Yeah. So it's just an all around kind of perfect experience for us, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to have this now to display in our home, we're really, really grateful for. Um, and, yeah, check out 4HD Studios. They have other artists there, but F- check out uh, F4D. F4D. I keep tripping over that for some reason. It's all good. F4D yep. Studios. And we'll we'll share some links um, on our Instagram um, so that you guys can go directly. But I, you know, one of the things that Mike had mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of these new studios, you got to keep an eye on their their own um, pages because they will share these. Uh, in artist proof editions, you know, Mike and I talked about the one that we actually have. That's another Maxer print is the one from Nampa, which is November eighth of twenty twenty two, which is our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were not at that show, but the imagery of this particular post. Um, this was a collab between Maxer and another artist at F four D Studios, um, and and her name I think is Weiser or Weezer. She's uh, a tattoo artist, also another West Coast, California-based artist. Um, and so this is a, that's a really cool one. I love that one. I remember when Mike snagged that from the, uh, he got that through the AP sale. Yes. And um, another, you know, real short run, that only had 50 of this foil. Of the artist of edition. Of the artist edition. Yeah. So, you know, keep an eye on those. And, and we'll talk, you know, maybe in another future episode of best practices when you're trying to get posters of shows that you didn't get to either get them at the show they either sold out or you were like this is my favorite artist and I've got to have the Miles saying yeah. even though I wasn't at that episode at that show um, we'll, we'll share a little bit of some tips and tricks down the road as well but um, we're really uh, grateful for all y'all who have engaged with the podcast we've met some people at the shows we were uh, I shared about come and meet us for stickers and so that was really fun to meet people yeah. you know i mike jokes that i i make friends on the internet and then i meet them in strange places and uh you know when you're talking about dmb fam 
the, 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 the litmus test is passed. It's all good. It's all good. And, and I love, I think that's one of the things that I missed most when we were in the pandemic of being shut in and not out with people is the, yeah. the meeting of new people and just connecting. And there's just a natural um, way about the, the, the Dave Matthews Band family, the community, the poster collecting community as well, a whole as that's well. Cool. When you were making the points about the experience, I mean, that's part of it for me. And I was just mm-hmm. talking to my friend Chris about the, this morning that, you know, the relationships you build just in line waiting for posters yeah. um, are relationships you wouldn't have otherwise necessarily had or, or made. And, um, you know, it's good friends. And Absolutely. it's it's cool to get to know people who are into these things as much as we are. So if you are one of those folks listening, joining us, if you know other folks, share it, engage with us. We'd love to get to know more about you and hear your stories, hear your thoughts on this piece, hear your thoughts on other pieces, um, and we will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Have a great one.